Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 50 degrees will be clear and cool overnight as temperatures drop through the lower 40s down to the mid 30s. Under clear skies, temperatures will plummet quite easily. High temperature for Thanksgiving Day, right near 60 degrees with sunshine. I'm 7 News, First Alert Weather Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. And in College Park, it's 50, heading down to the middle 30s overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. And coming up here on WTOP. A deadly shooting in D.C. involving U.S. Park Police. I'm Nick Ainelli. Some people waited for the rain to go away to finally start their Thanksgiving road trip. We've got the latest on the highways and the airports tonight. Don't get ripped off when giving this holiday season. I'm Mike Marilla. What about Metro as a holiday travel option tomorrow? And the latest on the crisis in the Middle East. The Oslo peace process of the 90s came as close as any negotiated process ever to solving this conflict. We'll take a look back and ahead. Nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A vehicle crashes and erupts into a ball of fire, killing two people inside and injuring a booth worker at Niagara Falls Rainbow Bridge border crossing. Witness Joe Cormillion. Within seconds, everything was in flames. Thick, 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 thick smoke. CBS's Linda Kenyon. Seeking to, as she put it, dial down the temperature right now. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist attack. Governor Hogel speaking at a news conference following the one-car crash at the Rainbow Bridge into Canada, saying it did cause a high level of anxiety on one of the busiest travel days of the year. So naturally, in a time of heightened alert... Everyone's spring into action. And while the investigation could take days, Hogel said she could not emphasize enough. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist-involved attack. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Just in time for one of the busiest shopping days of the year, a strike by more than 400 Macy's workers in Washington State. Their union says it's a three-day strike starting on Black Friday to protest what they allege are unfair labor practices. They're also demanding better pay. In the war between Israel and Hamas, no hostages will be freed until at least Friday. CBS's Holly Williams in Tel Aviv with the latest. In Israel, the families of the hostages have endured anxiety and heartbreak for more than six weeks. But with hope on the horizon, a group of their supporters sang songs of peace in central Tel Aviv. My life is end in the moment my family was broken. Hadas Calderon's 16-year-old daughter, Sahar, and 12-year-old son, Erez, were taken hostage from kibbutz near Oz. More than 50 million Americans will travel long distance for Thanksgiving. Good news for drivers. Gas prices this year are down compared to a year ago. CBS's Chris Van Cleve says you'll likely encounter a lot of other travelers this year. The last minute, not so fast Thanksgiving rush is on. We've got a, an early start this morning, so it hasn't been too bad yet. Today will also be Amtrak's busiest leading up to Thanksgiving. Plane travel is more convenient. Prices were better than, than the flight. And airports saw long lines on what's expected to be the second busiest day to fly of the holiday period. Now, the holidays can be fun, but also stressful. The American Psychiatric Association says that one in four Americans worry about family time over the holidays. University of Rochester Clinical Psychology Associate Professor Ron Rogue says giving yourself some space is an option. If it gets really toxic, then I give myself permission to remove myself from the situation. Like, go see what the kids are doing. Sometimes I'll just sit at the kid table because it's a lot more fun. <laughs> 
This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 903 on WTOP on this Wednesday evening, November 22nd, 2023. College Park is at 50, some of us all the way down to 35. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. There's been a deadly shooting in D.C. involving U.S. Park Police. WTOP's Nick Ainelli at the scene. This dramatic scene unfolded in the area of 12th and M streets in Northwest. Gunfire echoed through here as a U.S. Park Police officer got into a shootout with a person accused of a drug violation. The two exchanged gunfire and both were injured. The suspect died and the officer has serious injuries. Here's Sergeant Thomas Twinane with U.S. Park Police. This incident will now be investigated by the Metropolitan Police Department. There is U.S. Park Police body camera footage for this incident, and it'll be released within 30 days of this incident. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Maybe a little early to declare the Thanksgiving rush over, but you have a little less company on the roads and even at the airport these final hours of the holiday getaway. You may still have a flight to catch or you're on the way to pick somebody up at the airport. WTOP Scott Gelman reporting from Reagan National this evening where there's still a bit of traffic. In terms of traffic, you're going to want to leave a little bit more time if you're dropping anyone up for that last-minute Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving flight or picking anyone up here on the roads seem a little bit congested or perhaps consider Metro as well. But everything flowing pretty smoothly here at Reagan National tonight. That's WTOP Scott Gelman. Tis the season for giving. In fact, Giving Tuesday is next week. On that day, you'll be encouraged to help out your favorite charities. But maybe it's time to do a little homework before sending in that money. The most important first step is to make sure it's a valid charity. And also that it's not a so-called look-alike charity, which is trying to convince you it's a more reputable charity with a similar name. And so you want to get very specific again about the organization that you're looking at. Kevin Scaly with Charity Navigator says, next look at how the organization operates. As the money gets spent wisely, Charity Navigator looks into that. Also, some charities really don't have the best governance practices. They're organizations that don't have an independent board of directors, meaning the folks that are actually governing them sometimes are actually paid employees. So you want that separation. And when giving, make sure you're on an official website and never use your debit card, only a credit card. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A little worldly inspiration for you when it comes to seasoning your Thanksgiving turkey tomorrow. WTOP's John Doman with that. They don't really do Thanksgiving in Lebanon, but Satinder Vij, the executive chef at a Lily restaurant on the wharf, says turkey's eaten around Christmas and Easter. If you want a different flavor, we'll try seasoning the bird with caraway seeds, allspice, or coriander. It goes like really well with the, with the spices, and uh, caraway is like... And allspice are the spices which are most used in the Lebanese cooking. For side dishes, instead of cranberries, he suggests trying tart cherries. We make the stuffing with tart cherries. We make our sauce. Instead of a cranberry sauce, we do a tart cherry sauce. At Alili on the Wharf, John Dome in WTOP News. Now, if you plan on taking Metro tomorrow, rail and bus service is on a Sunday schedule for the holiday. It means Metro stations will open at 7 a.m. and trains will run until midnight. Normal Metro Access subscription trips are canceled, but if you're a Metro Access customer and you need to travel somewhere, you can call and make a separate reservation. The cherry trees at the Tidal Basin are the star of the show in late March or April. Somebody's been showing interest in those cherry trees more recently, though. In the past week, the National Park Service has noticed evidence of beaver activity in the trees along the Tidal Basin. Bark that's been chewed through 
teeth marks. Park Service spokesman Mike Litters. Fortunately, the, the beavers don't appear to be trying to fell the trees. For example, use them to dam the tidal basin. He says they see this fairly frequently. Beaver activity tends to increase in the spring and fall as the young beavers are leaving the nest for the first time. As for how to protect the cherry trees? The beavers are, are just doing what they naturally do. He says tree crews will put up mesh or wire around the bottom of the trees to make them harder to get to. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Still to come, the ticketing app accused of selling a New York soccer fan bogus tickets. Stay with us at 907. Some intimate parts need the gentle, easy trim of a Gillette trimmer. And some need the closeness and comfort of a Gillette intimate razor. While others need a Gillette anti-chafe stick. (sighs) Gillette intimate, the best a man can get down there. Bye now. Halloween is over, but hiring is still a bit scary. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. 908. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Steve Dresner is in the traffic center. Virginia now dealing with a new crash on the northbound side of 95 right near the Garrisonville exit. That's exit 143. It's two to the right getting it by. We're backed up all the way through Stafford County on the northbound side. Southbounders all clear from the Springfield Interchange down to the Fredericksburg area. We're good to go on the Beltway. No current issues along 66. And a bit of positive news, if you will. Northbound I-395 at the 14th Street Bridge. Crash activity all clear. Travel lanes are open. And exit 10C to go to the northbound GW Parkway also has been reopened. In Maryland, still dealing with a broken down tractor trailer on the outer loop ramp to go to northbound George Avenue. It's blocking the ramp. You have to continue straight to the main lights and then circumvent the broken down tractor trailer you can make the right at this second pair of traffic lights now in the district caller updates us at canal road and chain bridge we have the lights flashing in all directions do use caution uses a four-way stop and as you make the left-hand turn as you come inbound canal road make the left turn up the hill on arizona avenue come up on a broken down vehicle right there in the right lane so do use a bit of caution it's ashley's greatest black friday ever it starts at 7 a.m save 30 percent off on all furniture from 2 p.m to 6 p.m you can save 25 percent off and then 6 p.m to 10 p.m save 20 percent Homestores.online for more info. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Out to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Scattered clouds moving out and winds getting lighter and lighter. Our temperatures will drop down to the lower 40s by late evening and by early tomorrow morning. We'll be in the 30s throughout the area. Clear, cool, light winds. Just a perfect start for the day. Lighter winds, too, for the afternoon with lots of sunshine. It's just going to be so pretty and perfect for Thanksgiving. Between 53 and 57 degrees. Now on Friday, our temperatures come down a bit to the low in mid 50s during the afternoon after a colder start in the 30s but we're still going to have lots of sunshine around the area a few clouds for the weekend especially on sunday your mid 40s on saturday around 50 degrees for sunday i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center Thanksgiving Eve here, Georgetown at 50, Bowie 49, Leesburg 48, and some of us down to 35 overnight.
We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Long Fence. That's longfence.com. Now, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Investors, from day traders to regular folks with IRAs or 401ks, can be thankful this Thanksgiving for Wall Street's November rally. Stocks ended higher ahead of the holiday. Dow Industrials climbed 185. The S&P gained 18. The Nasdaq rose 66. Recent talk of a cooling labor market may have been premature. The government says first-time claims for jobless benefits fell last week by 24,000, the biggest decline since June. After five days of corporate intrigue, Sam Altman is back as CEO of OpenAI, and many of the board members who sought his ouster are themselves out. The reconstituted board will initially include former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. A New York soccer fan is suing StubHub for allegedly selling him bogus tickets to see Tottenham Hotspur FC play Liverpool. Attorney Daniel Kaiser was turned away at the gate after flying to England for the game. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. Tokyo stocks up about a quarter percent. Hong Kong down half a percent. Australia falling about half a percent as well. Well, we look at the death and misery now in the Israel-Hamas war, and you can't help but think back to one of the more successful peace processes, or almost so, back in the 90s, the Oslo talks. Could that have led that whole region on a far different trajectory? We'll talk about that coming up here on WTOP. It's 912. Are you interested in beginning or expanding on a career in the pipe fitting, pipe welding, or HVAC service industry? Are you interested in the opportunity to work full-time and learn both on the job and in the classroom? Are you interested in learning a trade that will allow you to earn six figures and have the best benefits in the industry? Are you interested in a career path that will set you up for life without experiencing any college debt? If you are interested in these things and you live in the D.C. area, the Steamfitters UA Local 602 Apprenticeship Program is the best choice for you. Our apprenticeship program sets you up for a great life with job security, great wages, medical, and the absolute best retirement benefits there is. Applications will be accepted online beginning November 1st and ending November 30th. So don't waste any time. Get all the information related to the process by visiting 602training.org. That's 602training.org. 9-13. We're glad you're here tonight. And coming up on WTOP, can the Caps extend their win streak to five games with Buffalo in town? Sports in 10 minutes with Frank on WTOP. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-670-8526 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-670-8526. That's 800-670-8526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-670-8526. Again, 800-670-8526. 
1-800-273-5526. A single intelligence environment compiled by a global team of specialist expert analysts with international military experience. Discover more at James.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 915 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us tonight. Well, as we continue to follow the latest on the crisis in the Middle East, the hostage exchange, the hostage for prisoner exchange between Israel and Hamas has been delayed by at least a day. The soonest we're told it'll happen now is Friday. We'll continue to track that. Now let's move back 30 years ago. A negotiated settlement of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict seemed within reach. The Oslo peace process came as close as anything to resolving the conflict. Ultimately, it did fall short. The New York Times magazine assembled a panel of scholars and experts, three Palestinian, three Israeli, and one from the U.S., to help us better understand the Oslo peace process and how it ultimately did fall apart. Emily Bazelon moderated the discussion, and she's with us now live. Thank you for a few minutes of your time, especially as we get into our holiday here, uh, Emily. Talk a little more about that. Take us back to that era, the 90s, and uh, whether there genuinely was a chance at peace. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. So in the early 90s, there was an official uh, peace process, and it stalled. And one of the reasons it stalled was that the PLO was not at the table. And so PLO officials and then first some private Israelis started meeting secretly through a back channel that was set up in Oslo by a Norwegian institute. And they were able to make progress that the official talks were not able to make, partly because the PLO was there and could really speak for and represent the Palestinian people. And partly because the secrecy kind of allowed people to the negotiators to get past their um, kind of presentations that had to be public. And then they could be more candid and really roll up their sleeves and talk about the issues. Uh, so uh, you you hear a lot, and of course, you know, with anything related to Middle East peace, you have to consider the source, you have to understand that there's usually nuance, there's usually at least one other side to the story, but uh, some of the narratives that we've heard over the years is that it was the Palestinian side that ultimately uh, said no thank you to this thing. Is that the case from the scholars you've spoken with and, and your own reporting? You know, part of the reason we assembled Israeli and Palestinian scholars to talk was to have different vantage points, different perspectives. And one thing some of the Palestinians emphasized was that the conditions for saying yes from their point of view were just not present. So what looked like a really good offer from the point of view of the Israelis did not seem that way, not just to Yasser Arafat, but to the people he represented. That was their perspective. I think an additional question that um, some American diplomats have asked is whether the real problem was that Arafat didn't counter offer. He didn't come back and negotiate and say, well, what about this instead? And so that left a kind of vacuum that ended the talk. Uh, finally here, and I'm sorry to ask a big question and only leave you a few seconds to answer, but now <laughs> w- now where are we? I mean, it seems that we are as far away from peace as possible, literally in the heart of this raging war, but one wonders whether there's, there's still an opportunity somewhere down the road to try to do this again. I mean, it seems very bleak right now. The ceasefire and hostage agreement is a small sign, but... You know, it is true that in the past, out of war has come peace in this region. That happened in the 1970s with the peace treaty between Egypt and Israel. So maybe that is a kind of small glimmer of hope here. We really appreciate it and wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Emily. 
Thanks so much. You too. Thank you. Emily Bazelon, their staff writer at the New York Times Magazine, recently conducting a discussion among scholars, Palestinians, Israelis, even a U.S. scholar involved to try to look back on that Oslo peace process with the Bill Clinton era, wondering why that didn't ultimately lead that region to peace. Stay with us. Now we're getting back to Steve Dresner in the WTOP Traffic Center. And we're getting back to Virginia. Northbound 95 right near the Garrisonville exit, exit 143. Dealing with a cleanup from an earlier crash, it's still two to the right, getting you by with minor delays. Southbounders all clear from the Springfield Interchange all the way down to the Fredericksburg area. We're starting to see the volume increase along the Dulles Toll Road and 28 folks starting to head back to Dulles International Airport, so expect delays getting uh, to the terminal. And uh, traffic moving a lot better. Uh, Currently on 66 out of Marshall, westbound side. Crash activity all cleared. We're doing okay on the Beltway. No current delays on I-395. Over in Maryland, quiet right on the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. No issues along 95 where the BW Parkway and traffic moving nicely on 270 and on Route 50. In the district, um, do use a bit of caution. Canal Road at the Chambridge. Callers uh, do tell us that the traffic lights are flashing in all four directions. And, of course, use that as a four-way stop. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. All right, Steve, we're checking in with Veronica Johnson again. Seven News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. The big day is almost finally here. Veronica, (laughs) what kind of weather can we anticipate? We can anticipate some lovely weather for Thanksgiving Day. So the clouds have been moving out. It's going to be a pretty day tomorrow, and it's going to be fairly seasonable. The average temperature this time of the year is 56 degrees, exactly what we're forecasting for uh, D.C. surrounding areas. Maybe some uh, locations well north and west. It might be in the lower 50s, but a pretty day, great day to get out with some pretty light winds. Uh, That's tomorrow. What about Friday? We'll start out in the 30s to around 40 degrees, a colder start for early bird shoppers and then low to mid 50s for the afternoon hours but still a pretty solid day now there will be more clouds around not quite as pretty but the fact that it's going to be dry makes it a good day for getting out the weekend right now your chilliest day saturday highs in the lower 40s it's going to feel a little bit like a touch of december already hitting us and also some cloud cover expected on sunday we'll get up to around 50 degrees right now seat pleasant is 49 degrees mclean virginia coming in at 47 the district at 52. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. 921 on WTOP. Top stories we're working on at this hour. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's national security advisor says a planned hostage-for-prisoner swap with Hamas has been delayed until at least Friday. A car explosion at a U.S.-Canada border crossing in New York leaves two people dead and four crossings at last report had been shut down for a time. New York's governor, though, says there's no sign of terrorism here. A park police officer wounded during a shootout in northwest D.C. tonight. The suspect the officer was trying to arrest has died. Keep it here for full details. Next, we're going to take a look at the search for a puppy in our area taken at gunpoint in D.C. Transparency and Trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price in writing, posted on the window of every car. There's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to charity for every new Subaru sold or leased. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888-FITSMALL today. 
That's the Fitzway. The WTOP Charity of the Month is New Futures. For nearly 25 years, New Futures has been disrupting generational poverty by offering young people in the DMV affordable pathways to post-secondary education and in-demand careers. New Futures scholars are 95% black and Latinx, and 90% are first in their families to attend college. Nearly all have faced systemic barriers limiting access to higher education and the workforce. Learn how your donation can help young people earn college degrees and achieve financial well-being at New Futures DC. It's 9:23. You've seen it, passed by it, and now the reports are in. Homelessness is on the rise in our area. And during the Thanksgiving season in particular, it can be easy to lose hope for those on the streets. At Central Union Mission, we believe hope can begin with a meal. For $35, you can provide a night of safe shelter, hot, heaping meals, and access to vital services that people need to get back on their feet. Give shelter, meals, and care now at MissionDC.org. That's MissionDC.org. This is WTOP News. 923, a new eye in the sky for Montgomery County Police. The department says it's officially launched its drone as first responder program. The drone called Raven will be used to assess scenes before officers can get there. It's already helped in the recent arrest of a shoplifter who targeted a CVS on Georgia Avenue. Police say the suspect made off before officers got there. But that's when Raven was deployed, this drone, and spotted the shoplifter leaving the area of the store and getting on a metro bus. Well, a D.C. family is asking for your help in finding their dog after being robbed of the animal at gunpoint just before the holiday. D.C. police are searching for the suspects who stole the dog on Anacostia Road Southeast yesterday afternoon. It was about 3 p.m. The cops responded to a call regarding an armed robbery. When they got there, they found the victim without shoes, saying their dog was stolen. The victim told officers he was walking his dog when multiple robbers came up to him. One of the suspects pulled a gun and then demanded he give up the puppy and the shoes he was wearing, his sneakers. The dog is a brown and tan Doberman puppy. The suspects can be seen on camera holding the animal on nearby surveillance video. See images of the suspects on the D.C. Police Department's X feed. Dogs in five states have come down with some kind of respiratory syndrome that is baffling veterinarians and alarming dog owners. We spoke to area vets about what you need to know. It starts with a cough that can persist for days or even weeks, develops into pneumonia, and can lead to severe respiratory distress in dogs. It looks a bit like canine influenza, but Dr. Patrick Hilson, a veterinarian at Caring Hands Animal Hospital in Merrifield, says... And the real puzzling part for us as doctors is we're not even 100% certain what it is. In many cases, tests come up negative, adding to the questions. Dr. Christine Clippin at Friendship Hospital for Animals in D.C. says the disease is showing up in Colorado, Oregon, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. We have not seen anything specific in the DMV area. Both say always make sure that your dog is up to date on vaccinations. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's time for Frank Hanrahan. Caps going for five wins in a row, but right now Buffalo has other ideas. Late in the third period, the Capitals down three to two to those Sabres. 4.58 left in regulation. TJ Oshie and Alex.